So you've heard about this thing called emotional intelligence. You know you're supposed to be an emotionally intelligent leader and you want to learn how, but you don't know where to start. I get it. I was there too. I'm going to tell you what emotional intelligence is, what you need to be emotionally intelligent, and a quick tool that's going to help you get there. Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. One of the skills that you've probably heard about as a leader is that you need to be an emotionally intelligent leader. And what does that actually mean? And how do you become that? And how does it show up in your work? Emotional intelligence is the ability to both recognize and manage your emotions. And most of us know the basic emotions, happy, sad, mad, glad. And in the nonprofit world, we know frustrated, overwhelmed, overloaded, and burned out. But that's about it. And so when we're in the middle of things and we have a different emotion or a rainbow of emotions, we need to be able to identify what that is and then manage it. Let me give you an example. Have you ever felt a sense of despair? Now, before you answer that, let me give you a little bit of insight into what despair is. Despair is the feeling that tomorrow will be just like today. Oh, how many times have we felt that in this nonprofit sector? You know, same thing tomorrow, go round and round. You know, what are you doing today? Meeting after meeting after, you know, dealing with this fire, putting out this crisis, understaffed, um, trying to do more with less. It's the same old every day. And sometimes we can get that sense of despair. Now, despair is kind of the opposite of hope. And hope is when you believe that tomorrow will be better than today, but also that you have some plans of how to make that better than today and a sense that you believe, a sense of agency, confidence that you can make that happen. Now that's way different than a sense of despair where you're like, nothing's gonna change, my employees are never gonna change, the sector's never gonna change, this organization's never gonna change, I, you know, I'm just here for the ride. And when you can slow down and get a sense of, that's a way different feeling, it also gives you information about what to do. So despair tells you, oh, I better think about how to make tomorrow better than today. And again, despair is different than a sense of overwhelm. Overwhelm, if you slow down and think about it, is probably telling you, maybe I need to prioritize my time better. Maybe I need to delegate some tasks. Maybe I need some time off so that I don't end up in burnout. And so we have to get clear on what those are. In the same way, we have to get clear when we're in a meeting with someone and perhaps we feel angry, but what is that anger? For me, sometimes that anger was actually embarrassment because one of my employees did something that I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you just did that in front of the funder. And it was that sense of embarrassment that brought my anger out. And again, those tell us different things. And so emotional intelligence is being able to recognize with specificity, and here's what we want to learn to do, is understand each of those emotions. And this is called emotional literacy. So it's understanding that it's not just dark and light crayons. It's a red crayon and a blue crayon and a pink crayon and an orange crayon. And when we can understand that a dark emotion is 
different. A dark red emotion is different than a dark black emotion. And a bright orange emotion might be different than a bright yellow or a bright green emotion. And when we can recognize all of those different ones and what they mean, what they're telling us and how we feel in our body, that's emotional literacy. So in order to be an emotionally intelligent leader, you need to gain, grow, develop the emotional literacy, understand the language of emotions. And how do you do that? You do it by starting to just pick them apart one by one. So the process I wanna teach you how to do this is what I teach in my book, Mastering Confidence. And so it's the inner guidance cycle which gives us access to this inner wisdom that we have. So the first step is to pause. You need to step back when you're you know, going through that crazy feeling. Maybe it's journaling at the end of the day. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's just when you're on the drive home or transitioning from the home office to the home world. Um, to pause and step back and say, huh, what's going on? And this is the second step, which is pondering. So we need to pause, take a step back, tune in and ponder about thoughts, feelings, body sensations, what's happening, what's going on in my head, what's been going on around me. Do I feel the tightness in my belly? Do I feel the tension in my head? Am I, you know, thinking that person's driving me crazy? Am I thinking I'll never get through this? Am I thinking Tomorrow will be better than today or tomorrow won't be better than today. So that's that ponder piece. Pause, ponder, then we have to pivot. We have to go, is this the feeling that I want? Is this the feeling that I want to express? Is there a way that I need to manage emotional intelligence, recognize and manage those emotions? If that sense of despair, that anger, that frustration or that overwhelm is getting out of control and you're saying things and being, you know, short with people around you or you're, you know, shutting down because you've had enough of everybody, you need to slow down and manage that emotion. So recognize, manage, we're gonna pause, take some time to tune in, we're gonna ponder, and then we're gonna pivot and go, okay, I don't like this, or this isn't helping me, or it's okay, but I need to only express it in a in a, a, a smaller amount than full scale blown out. That's when we pivot and do that. And then we proceed back into action. And that's where we get to be composed. Emotional intelligence gives us the ability to manage our emotions, which, which is a sense of composure. So, when you develop the emotional literacy, understanding what those emotions mean, getting a sense of the difference, the nuances between despair, sadness, burnout, frustration, anger, overwhelm, annoyance, irritation, when you start to understand those, you're better able to understand what the, each of those emotions mean because emotions are telling us something, they're information and we need to tune into that information then we can learn to manage those. But the key of course is developing that sense of emotional literacy, getting a sense of what do each of these emotions mean and how do they show up and what are they telling me? So one of the things you might be saying, well, is there a dictionary to tell me where all these emotions are? Well, it's not a dictionary, but Brene Brown's newest book, Atlas of the Heart, really breaks down each of the emotions. It's a good way to start to understand what each of them means. And it gives us that sense of what's going on. Another book you may be interested in reading is Permission to Feel by Mark Brackett. In it, he gives us this fabulous, if I can open it up, mood meter. And let's see if we can distinguish between, am I nervous? Am I angry? Am I frightened? Am I furious? Am I frustrated, stressed, panicked, enraged, repulsed? How about disappointed, morose, disgusted, miserable, lonely, 
Let me tell you, often as leaders, we feel that sense of loneliness or isolation. And actually, there's a word that Brene Brown uses that that um, really sort of made me realize how often we feel overlooked or invisible. Like, have you ever felt like you said something and nobody even noticed what you said? That's a feeling of feeling invisible. And man, when you feel that, it can knock your socks off. Maybe you're feeling motivated, inspired, cheerful, focused, happy, satisfied, restful, blessed, comfortable. These are all different emotions. When we can learn to get a sense of really what the emotion is, that's what really gives us the ability to recognize it, manage it, have a sense of emotional intelligence, and maintain our composure. In my book, Mastering Confidence, I teach you how to access that inner guidance system using those four steps. Pause, ponder, pivot, proceed. And I teach you what each of them are in more detail, how to use them so that you can access that inner wisdom, increase your emotional literacy, become more fluent in the different emotions so that you can both recognize and manage your emotions, which will give you that composure you're looking for and make you feel way more confident as a leader. It's when you really dive in deep and understand what's going on inside here and here that you will ditch survival mode and move to thriving in both your leadership and life. Go make the rest of your day awesome. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the training library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome. <music>